and welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. And we are on episode 184. Am I correct, Kathy? 184. Yes. I'm right. Almost up to 187. (laughs) (laughs) So today's podcast, we're going to be talking about some uh, RPG news that John brought to us. Uh, I will be building a Megatron model. Uh, still trying to get through probably the chess piece tonight and uh, some other news that have come out. Uh, we're just going to have a good time. But before we do all that, we got to get through all the business. We want to thank Muse on Minis for hosting our channel and providing us a platform to put a, uh, our audio out to everybody. Don't forget, you can also find our podcast on pretty much any and all um, streaming networks, uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, etc., etc., uh, where you also will get all of the, not only the MechWarrior stuff that, that will be on YouTube that John's doing, but you'll also get all of our RPG stuff, which will be on YouTube, and all of our audio streams. And um, John is about to ramp up and possibly do another um, minis and movies, uh, getting that ready for everybody. Yeah, um, i got to watch a movie before I can get uh, my boy Furk on and we can talk about stuff. But um, he'll be having that for us. So everybody watch. Uh, I will be getting an RPG on. And we'll be getting some more stuff to go with. Um, other than that, um, guys, what is, uh, do we have any uh, shout-outs this week? I mean, you brought it up. I did bring yeah. it up. Um, <clears throat> everybody know Ed Asner passed away. He was 91 years old. Oh, man, he has oh, done a so ton sad. of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, Grant. Yeah, I mean, he did. I I didn't look it up. I just knew. I mean, you know. He the also face. did the uh, the old guy in Up. And he was Santa in Elf. Yep. Yeah. He's so been he a was... ton of things. Yeah, he's been in a ton of things. Wikipedia uh, and all the stories of him. Seventeen are... credits. Yeah, and all, all the stories of him talks him being a great and jovial dude, which is great. Elf. <laughs> I mean, he could have been Santa and Alf. I don't remember if there was a Santa in the episode Alf, but I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 they have him as 417 credits to his name. That's a, that's a lot. It is a lot. He yeah. was working before Mary Tyler Moore show. Yeah, and see, that's where I rem- that's that's where I was introduced to him mm-hmm. was the Mary Tyler Moore show, and it just kept on and kept on and doing all the other stuff. I never. I had a chance to watch it earlier, but lately they've been playing it on Saturdays on one of the, there's maybe three or four oldies channels on our antenna TV. I don't have cable, so I do have a straight up antenna that hooks my TV. We still have the antenna up on the roof and, uh, you know, like some kind of barbarian and, and I watch, uh, antenna TV. So yeah. His first, his first uh, credit is 1957. Nice. I didn't know he played Joe, J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man animated series. That was oh, voice? That makes I sense. Yeah, I can see it. Uh, he's definitely within Gargoyles. He did a lot of Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Did a bunch of work on that, too. I mean, he did a lot. I mean, he did a lot, of vo- a lot more voice acting than I thought he did. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people who do that you just don't hear about because we don't pay attention to the credits necessarily. Yeah. 
But yeah, I, I got introduced to him on the Mary Tyler Moore show back. That's where I knew him. That's where I got introduced to him. So, yeah. but it looks like he just made the rounds of like every TV show. They had yeah. to get. They got him on for something. Yeah. Holy moly. Hey, Mo's magic. Gunsmoke. Hey, Mo. Who wasn't on Gunsmoke? <laughs> Me. People who weren't alive then. The Untouchables. I mean, yeah, sure. Route 66. I mean, just a ton of stuff. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Scroll. Honestly, when you get someone old like that, you better recognize. Scroll through if you get a chance and you think about it, and just see what they were in. They were probably in something you, you've watched. Well, I mean, he's got he's, a ton of stuff that's st- he's still doing. I mean, yeah. that hasn't you know, completed. He's got a lot of post production and filming that was still going on. So he's got a ton of, you know, he was announced to be in a new series, but I guess you know a new TV series called Insecurity. So, I don't know what's going on there. But, I mean, he's got a lot of stuff that he was announced to be in and a lot of shows that were in pre- and post-production. So, we'll have to see what yep. happens. Other than that. But, and yeah. then, uh, also, as the shout-out, as uh, Legio's brought up, uh, those to all of the first responders who have to stay to take care of the people who couldn't or wouldn't evacuate in the face of some really fucking terrible storms coming through. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All of my friends in Louisiana right now. Um, that's my home state. Um, hopefully everybody's taking that a little bit serious because they say this one's pretty fucking big. And yep. there's another shout out. Charlie Watts, the drummer for the Rolling Stones. Yeah, drum yep. Rolling Stones, yep. And Which a I've... brilliant drummer in his own right. Uh, jazz drummer. Yeah, I, I felt a little bad because I didn't know who he was off the top of my head because, I mean... Like a lot of the bands from that era, if you don't really follow them, you only heard of a couple people until they die, unfortunately. Like, it's sad, but. I happen to have liked the Rolling Stones, so, I mean. I like the Rolling Stones more than I realized it did when I go back and look at their songs. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they did that? They did that? And their stuff was still pertinent in, like, the 90s. Like, through the 90s, really. Was it Voodoo Lounge? I think it was the one they did. Was that it's a really good album? So, but um, guys, also make sure that you take care of yourself. Get your vaccine yeah. shot. Wear a mask. Be safe. Um, all that good stuff. We want to make sure we see you at HugCon 2022, um, um, aka Adepticon. Uh, and everybody's already starting to talk about it. The the hype is coming up and everything. Yeah. Everybody's starting to come around, going, "Oh, ooh, yes, yes." Yes, because I talked to a couple of artist friends that are going to Reaper, and they're like, yeah, we're, you know, some of them are pimping, you know, their classes at Warfare Weekend, but then they're also like, we're also, you know, already in talks for what we're going to do in Warfare Week, uh, for Adepticon um, next year, so, and I've already got everything booked and planned for that, so, just got to get my ticket, already got time off and everything. Uh, I don't, but I dare them to not approve it. (laughs) Dare them. So, Coffee yeah. date with Captain Izzy at HugCon 2022. Don. Yeah, this yeah. is upstairs. John and I will have a beer. Well, I mean, probably all of us. Probably a collective all of us. I definitely won't have coffee, but I'll have something. It, it won't be beer. I don't know. John will not be drinking beer. <laughs> so, uh, John, what are you drinking, by the way, today? Uh, I'm drinking my second uh, Kraken mixed with Barks. My first was about 11 hours ago. 
Cassie, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a gin and tonic. Nice. Uh, I'm still back on Maker's Mark. I got a whole big bottle of it, so I'm just trying to work my way through it and everything. Uh, let us know what you're drinking in the chat, by the way. Um, guys, like I said, please take care of yourself. We want to see you at HugCon 2022 um, if you can go. If not, we just want you to be safe and health and ha healthy and happy. Mo's yep. drinking water. Excellent. Right. Master Kila. <laughs> Guys, cheers. Cheers. Oh. Uh. Oh, damn, that's good. Hmm. I'm going to take another drink. Danielle's drinking Smirnoff Black Cherry. It's very tame. Uh, I am almost out of the salted caramel whiskey. Uh, this is one you might like, Kathy. I was mixing it with vanilla cream soda. Oh. Fucking A, was it good? Uh -huh. I'm here to tell you. It uh -huh. was good. Uh, I can imagine that. I can, I can almost taste it myself right now. Yeah. Maybe we'll see if I can uh, get a bottle of that and bring that with me. Ooh. Let's switch this over real quick. We can get it down. Arms! Arms. Oops. Stop. Moving. Danielle says, I heard about a new shot on Friday. Green tea shot, except tequila instead of Jameson. I, mean, I don't know what that is, but sure. I had a creative drink yesterday. It was interesting. In the most Minnesota way you could say interesting. It was uh, I lost my glasses. A, a lemon mojito. And it was lemon, uh, limoncello, and rum, and soda water, and mint. I lost my glasses. They're not on no, my own. No, no. Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> All right, I will be right back. I got to get my glasses because I want right, to see the right. Mo, I am not a fan of lemon gel. It's too sweet. It just tastes like drinking a. It's it's a good a mixer. I would not necessarily do it straight, but, but it was mixer. mixed. It was only mixed with um, some questionable things. I I'm gonna go out and thing. I like to take the drink since we're talking about alcoholics time. I would mix it with some nice, not natural lemonade, but like some nice Minute Maid, some sort of nice process lemonade that's tasty, and just get that extra lemon kick and all, where the sweetness is going to get drowned out by the inherent sweetness, so it all melds together well. Get a little ice in there, just uh, maybe even just a little bit of lemon juice to, to take the edge off if it's too sweet, and just make just go hardcore lemon alcoholism. That's what I do. <laughs> Kathy does not seem impressed. No, just no, no lemon. You know, I like lemon cake. I like lemon cookies. I like a lemon Bismarck. But I, I'm not fond of lemon in my, in my drinks. I like my Bismarck salting at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, one or two jokes. I'll be here all night, folks. Oh, they're the best. <laughs> That's all I could think of when you said Bismarck. I tend to parse out, like, what she oh, thought. Sure. Oh, she's... You know, but, yeah. 
Well, it's like, it, there's a joke in the internet. Like, at a certain age, you either have to really get into sports or really get into World War II history. No. Or you could be like Jim and get into both, equally maniac-like. That's, see, <laughs> I also, I, I used to be more into sports, but now I'm more into World War II history. So I was actually more of a Civil War history guy when I was younger. Only now he's studying the Lord of the Rings in the same way, with the same passion and zeal as he's studied World War II, which I find to be hilarious because he still has never read the books, but he knows more about them than most of the people who've read them. Well, I can tell you how it's like with me reading the first book. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh. And then I'm asleep. Because <laughs> I'll be honest, it's... Oh, my God. Respectfully, for everyone who was upset that Tom Bombadil was not in the movie, fuck Tom Bombadil. No place in the greater story. Not fucking important. Um, so, I have to... take for tonight. I officially have to declare being old. Um, I went looking for my glasses because I'm using wait, wait. They were on your head. No. What was your, was your first uh, clue? They were in my pocket. <laughs> okay. Well, at least they weren't on your face when you were looking for them. Cause... Hey, Kazakuko, it's okay if you like Tom Bombadil. I'm just saying, as someone who didn't read it when I was young and trying to read it as an adult, that shit's a hell of a tangent. Yeah. The, we're talking about Tom Bombadil still? Yeah. Yeah, there's just because he wasn't in there doesn't mean that it was a bad thing. He... Yeah, like I, I get some people loved it. That's I. Here's my my another hot take is it, it's okay if something you loved was not in there and it makes you upset. That's okay because that part you loved. It's they're not meeting your expectations for a movie, and not every movie or anything is going to meet your expectations. Um, just don't be a Gonzo and get all bent out of shape and shit on a movie that's actually pretty good because they fucked up one part that maybe you really overemphasized on. Like, there are people who literally hate the Lord of the Rings movies because of Tom Bombadil. That's a bit extreme. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know there's people that, that hate the Lord of the Rings movies with a passion because they, they you know, read the book. I have a friend who reads the books, the books all three of them, every single year. Every year he reads them all. He's one who actually loved the movies. Awesome. He was he was sad. Yeah. He was sad that there were things that didn't make it in the movies that he felt were important to the story, but he still really loved the movies. But I know other people who are obsessed about the books who absolutely hated the movies because they couldn't accept the fact that you couldn't put every single cool moment in the books into the movies. And this still is why I like to watch cohesive. the movie. And then read the book afterwards. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the books were around a hell of a lot longer than the movie. So there were plenty of opportunities for people to read the books every year for like, how many years? 50, many. 80? Many. Let's just leave it at many. Oh, uh, many. Yes, many. So yeah. you can't fault them for that. Well, let's I just say parts of it was inspired by ants, World War One. Yeah. So, been around a little bit. Legionnaire says, Tom Bombadil is about as important as Leonard Nimoy singing about Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> you shut your mouth about Leonard Nimoy, Legionnaires. He's amazing. No, uh, I'm Webby, thank you for I have no, I have no opinion about Leonard Nimoy singing Bil about Bilbo Baggins. None. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins. Only hey, Webby, strong. thank you so much for the sub. Uh, I... I, honestly, Legion, I think there's a little more dis disappointment in the Hobbit series than the lack of singing. 
Yo. But, uh, I get you. I feel like where there's a whip, there's a way should have been shoehorned into that three-hour tragedy. Uh, you couldn't. You just, there's no spot for it. Plus, they'd already <laughs> killed uh, Sormon earlier. They they closed the door on that particular uh, bit. Still. I, I mean, I'm with you. I understand. But... Legionnaires agrees. And, yeah. Where there's a whip, there's a way. They could have shoehorned that in there someplace. Which was a really cool one on the cartoon, hearing that. Yes, oh my god, the cartoon is amazing, and that's the best part. I used to sing that on my walk to school when I was like nine. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes! Because I was a dork. I mean... mean, Was? Yeah, still am. Still am. (laughs) Well, let's stop talking about dork Lord of the Rings stuff and get to the beginning of our topic. We're not so, talking about no more dork stuff. We're going to talk about role-playing games. Totally not a nerdy subject. Yeah. Uh, totally not talking about nerdy role-play games. I mean, so Renegade uh, Game Studios announced... Now, they have three properties they've been doing stuff for. And if they announce three role-playing games, and you know there are three recent properties, you can kind of put two and two together and figure out exactly what games they are. But they announced uh, a Power Rangers a Transformers, and a G.I. Joe role-playing game, all using the same system. Which Did they give a description of what system they're going to be using, or is it going to be a brand new one? It's called the Essence D20 system, and I ain't never heard of it. Neither I. Which doesn't mean anything, really. I'm not quite in the know like I used to be. But I, I did a little research, and there was nothing really concrete on it. Um, and, I, and I mean a little research. Not a lot yet. So let's see how it is. Uh... I might pre-order them. I'm not sure I'm at that spot I can pre-order them. All three of them? Oh, no, two of them. Two of them? Like the wise man once said, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> uh, unshockingly, I am not really of the Power Rangers type. Since when the Power Rangers came out, I was basically 18. When it hit its fame. Can I, can I just pause for a moment and say, that's the second Meatloaf reference tonight. Yeah. Continue. And both from uh, different uh, albums, by the way. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't know the third album. My buddy got it, said it was terrible, so I didn't buy it. Anyways. Uh, so, interesting to see. It's cool they're all in the same system. I don't think that'll mean they're necessarily fully compatible. Because, let's be honest, they're all fighting on slightly different power scales there. Why would you not have Transformers and G.I. Joe in the same game? That would be amazing. You can. Uh, it could be. I mean, honestly, it there's a lot be. of crossover in the past of their two uh, their two properties. But uh-huh. um, the thing is, is they wouldn't scale because you would literally use the same rules for your G.I. Joes and your Autobots and Decepticons to do uh, task resolution and thus there's no scaling, you know? They're bound to have the same, like, you could file the serial numbers off, and Duke looks a lot like an Optimus Prime. I'm just saying. Uh, So, that's one of the things. Now, honestly, I think maybe the Power Rangers and the G.I. Joes might match up in power level a little bit better. And that is also a fairly hilarious crossover, if you think about it. I mean, couldn't you just make it just like with uh, something like Champions, just like with the different the different superhero 
RPGs, just kind of make up your own G.I. Like, Joe that's not one of the ones that's out there? So, yes. Do we? So, first off, if you just said, can you make up X with champions? My answer is yes, I can make up X with champions. I don't really care what X is. I can make it up. Yeah. Uh, and, in fact, we there was GURPS actually had GURPS Special Forces, which is basically had, you could choose the options. It basically make it GURPS G.I. Joe. Um, the only downside to that is you're playing GURPS. Which is a fine game, just not a great game. A little clunky. But um, there have been people who have done G.I. Joe games in Champions. It's easy peasy. But it's cool to have the licensed property. Uh, I was talking to El Marshall about it, and when you think about it, Snake Eyes is the perfect NPC to have in any group. He's not going to verbally suggest or challenge the anything to the player <laughs> no. because he's fucking cute. Uh-huh. And when he go, when you go, Snake Eyes, hold that hallway. You don't have to go. Oh, does the NPC hold the hallway? No, he's fucking Snake Eyes. He holds the hallway. He of course he does. Hallway. It's not even unrealistic. <laughs> he kills everything in that hallway. No one has a fucking chance. He's Snake Eyes for fuck's sake. So I'm really interested. Uh, Gonzo had mentioned he thinks the Transformer ones is the most is the most interesting to him, which is cool. I, I actually. Go ahead. Go, well, I was going to go, go with that because when we were talking about it, I was like, oh, let's hold off onto it. And it kept rattling in my brain. Um, now, the Transformers one is just to me because I was more of a Transformers fan than a G.I. Joe or Power Ranger fan. Uh, but I could just. old to be a Power Ranger fan since you were like 20 when they came out. Yeah, yeah. It's just totally off my radar. Probably uh, the military when they came out. But the Transformers is more my thing just because I think they. It, it, it's just where I'm at. But the G.I. Joe. I think that probably could possibly be the more easiest to get into and the easiest to make a custom character type thing, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're, you're just some cool special forces guy. Yeah. And you can run it whatever flavor do you want. Do you want original G.I. Joe with the very realistic guy where, you know, like I'm the machine gunner, I'm the tank driver, you know, I'm the doc and all that. Yeah. Uh, back when Snake Eyes was just a commando and didn't have ninja powers and a wolf. Which, which I would like cool to be a demolitions it. expert. Yes, please. sounds good. Yeah, you could you, that. I just want to say that one could be. You know, you could go all over with that one and I, make I whatever. Like to joke and think about since there uh, for GI Joe, the espionage and intelligence experts were the women. Yep. Which I find absolutely amusing. Like, well, the guys are just meatheads killing each other. The girls, they're the ones thinking and being sneaky. Well, they are sneaky. I mean, I'm just saying, it's funny. Uh, but no, I think it definitely, I think the potential for the Jojo one is, it is a much easier sell. It is the one that, with limited knowledge of the source material, people could play and just slam dunk and get it right. I, I'm kind of curious, which I'm pretretty sure they will, but curiosity has me if they're going to make sure to give us a you know, different areas of G.I. Joe, you know, the Cobra era and then like the Cobra, was it la 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 era? I, I, don't, know, I don't know what you're talking about. That sounds stupid. <laughs> they would never make anything as stupid as that for G.I. Joe. <laughs> what? No, Kathy, just no. There is an era in G.I. Joe where... Wait, do I need to plug my ears? Do I need to... Is this why you did la 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 la? No. <laughs> Somebody find the video of the Cobra. I can't hear you. 
I'm dead. Oh god. Somebody find the video of the Cobra la 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 thing and post it up in the chat and give it to Kathy so she can now be cringed worthy on this. I. (laughs) No, I like. I enjoyed some G.I. Joe. Like, I had one of the. Only one, because I got it at a garage sale. The big G.I. Joes with the articulated, you know. Oh, the original G.I. Joes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was he was vying for Barbie's affections with Ken, but it turns out that he and Ken were much more compatible. So Barbie was out of luck. Uh, All right, so let let me sum up for you and those who don't understand. Originally, G.I. Joe was fighting against a terrorist organization called Cobra. Pretty standard, even if they had some high-tech shit. But then it turns out, in the G.I. Joe the movie which was mostly a mistake. Um, This is the animated one, by the way. That Cobra Commander was actually part of some ancient race called Cobra La that uh, uses (laughs) bioweapons and stupid shit like that. And he had failed, so they took back over to fight. So it became like, you know, all the world's military versus ancient lizard people bio-race bullshit. <laughs> if it sounds retarded, I'm actually doing it a couple of favors. It's dumber than it sounds. Yes. Um, and but then, then again, the war, tr- the war cry. Like having, having a yeah. Oh god, no, no more. Some, someone uh, post the war cry for Kathy. Having Sergeant Slaughter being part of the GI Joes and punching damn it, these Captain Mizzy, was, damn it, was super awesome. <laughs> they they sued uh, the, they sued GI Joe for having Captain Slaughter in it. No, Sergeant oh. Slaughter like. They, they paid for Sergeant Slaughter. Like, we want oh, Sergeant okay. Slaughter. So they got Sergeant Slaughter. It was great. Uh, I will say, since we're talking about it, the best part of G.I. Joe the movie is the intro to it, which is fucking epic and absolutely awesome and way better than everything else that happens to be in the movie. Everything else. And I even told Mar- El Marshall when we were talking about it, like, if we did the G.I. Joe role-playing game, I would play that, because it's got all the characters doing whatever the little thing is. And I'd be like, all right, what's your character doing? So we get the proper intro to you. I think that sets the stage more than anything for that kind of game. You know, here you go, Cobra's trying to blow up the Statue of Liberty, we're all fighting people, what is your character doing in this epic scene? And I'll be honest, I'm going to find it, I'll post it there for you guys. It is... Really, actually, legitimately awesome. I'm so much better than the movie itself. I better have it saved here. Yeah. Oh wow! Look, I type GI and it's GI Joe the movie intro. Hmm. Oh look, I liked it. No. Anyway, so that's there. Uh, I do think it's interesting. I do think it has potential. Yeah, uh, I think it does. I'd like to see what it is. Uh, Bowie pasted literally the exact. All I could find about the essence system there. Uh, there's tells me nothing. It's a D20 system, so uh, me and some guys on Twitter were talking about it and were a little worried because D20 systems tend to be quote unquote safe and uninspired. Yeah, hopefully it's like a. It's not just roll a D20 and you're done. We'll see. Thing. Because to be honest, like, if you're playing a D20 game and you're not doing something interesting with it, 
Why? If it has the standard classes and stuff like D&D, probably not going to be worth the time. I might choose one, pre-order that, and then wait to see for the rest. Uh, we'll have to see what it looks like. Uh, I have to... Oh, I told you guys, but I have to buy myself a birthday present. You get to buy yourself a birthday present? Well, you know what else you can buy it for me? What? So, the Blu-ray for Robotech is coming out, the collector's edition. It literally releases on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have to spend $250 on that. And you guys can say, John, you don't have to. <laughs> Bullshit. If you know me, you know I have to. Yeah. So, but I might get one of those and see how it goes and then go from there. And worst case, console, it's just good source material for using with uh, uh, Genesis. Yeah. Well, I just thought, because, I mean, I was like, so, I'm sure there's going to be plenty I, of ways that you can I disagree you can use. with you. Right? I disagree with you on why it won't necessarily copy D&D 5th Edition. Because Hasbro fucking owns Wizards of the Coast. They can do whatever they want with it. It's not They like would it's like it or... all to be the same because it's easier for people to know the rules across everything. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be 100% the same. I think it'll be a little bit the same, different. I'm hoping it's a lot different. but I'm sure I'm... the core mechanic will be the same. Eh, it, it might not be. We'll, we'll see. And actually, he just made a good point. It might have been under Wizards of the Coast then, but... We'll see. Uh, oh, yeah, I feel you there. Just, uh, you were upset that uh, when it was too broke to buy Talisman when it released to my birthday. Well, I have to put this on a credit card because it's not cheap. You know, so. I'm, the, I, I, I agree with you that the G.I. Joe has the ability to be the most versatile and easy for a party to get together type thing. Yeah, um, Transformers, you know, I'll be honest... Transformers Mythos is fucking deep. Yeah. G.I. Joe Mythos is, well, there's a lot to it. It's not deep by any stretch. No, you're special ops. What do you want to play? I mean, the, the old early comics, the Marvel comics, did a great job making it deep. You know, the whole, but then it was close enough to, to Vietnam. You could actually make them Vietnam vets. Uh, I we absolutely good chance that they would have done that, but we can't guarantee it. They might just say, "Hey, try to make it look as close to that as you want to, because you want the license." Let's not discount any of that. We'll just to see what they do. They may not want to take in the risk of doing it, because remember, instead they're not taking any risk. They're just getting money for the license, and Renegade Game Studios taking all the risk. But then again, they may negotiate as part of their bigger deal with all the other, since they've got other games for all of it. They're doing. Deck building games for all of them, also. By the way, but we don't worry, we'll be playing some of the G.I. Joe and the Transformers deck building game. I have pre ordered both. Yeah, so. and also, like, hopefully they have, like, all the different, you know. Oh, you want to play Decepticon? Okay, you can play Decepticon. Oh, you oh. want to play on Cybertron? Here's the Cybertron stuff. Uh, you know, oh, you want to play on Earth? Here's the Earth stuff. I hope they do that because, I mean, that would be. It'd be fun. Doesn't like it. Well, it's also all a matter of what, I mean. There's lots of different, if you will, times you could play. Oh, your arm fell yeah. apart. You, you broke it. Why did you break it? No, it just doesn't hold very well. The way they've got the arm done is really weird. Oh, no, I see it. There's, I, I see it. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll just see what they do with it. Uh, Lone Shin, I hope we get an a idea of what the system is like before the games come out. Because pre-ordering a system without knowing what it's going to be like is dangerous. It is. Um. 
but is we it, might. Is it going to be just a straight buy, or is this also a Kickstarter type thing? No, it's straight buy. They're straight not buy. Kickstarter okay. games. Because you Renegade know, Studios the... did that um, that one game that I was reading, the uh, light game. Yeah, but that's I mean that's that's not curious. a big property. I mean, let's be honest. You, you put out these systems, you can expect a certain number of people are gonna like. I might buy the two of them just because. Yeah. I probably yeah. will buy the Transformers no matter what, just because of you know, hell, Transformers. Yeah, I might not buy all the accoutrements with them. Again, they are D twenty systems, so they use the standard dice we're all used to, all the standard polyhedral dice. Uh, it's not like a fancy flight uh, crazy dice special, even though, while generally not always a fan of it, I really like it in Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll have to see uh, what happens there. You know, it's worth keeping on our radar, and obviously, eventually, I'll have some reviews for you of something. This means our Transformer toys as miniatures, maybe. That's large scale miniatures, but maybe. Unless you want to play as Enterax uh, or Shield Rod, who's hiding back there. It'll be interesting to see because I mean, I, the time frame will also be pretty cool to see if they allow all different time frames of uh, Transformers. Well, the, the smart thing is actually to make it like the. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, make it like Star Wars. Where that there are certain time frames uh, that you can play in. Certain, you know, Rebellion era, certain eras you can play in. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the common thing to do. And it is, it is again, the probably the best way to do it. Um. You know, what era. It also depends on, I mean, I'm not super upright this moment on what the exact current, uh, I don't know, timeline's like. Because they do occasionally do reboots and stuff as necessary. And uh, so I'm not really sure. But, uh, like, honestly, if they make it so that you can play, uh, the most interesting of those is the Lost Light one or uh, where... Rodimus and his crew are off searching the universe the Knights of Cybertron and having adventures. That seems cool, because that's basically just your giant transforming robots in space going on an adventure. So, See, that would be even cooler, having... Yeah, Transformers doesn't necessarily have to take place on Earth. Correct. Nope. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it'd be good if they do that. That way, you can pick and choose where you want, because you could do you know, the exploration... Or defend Earth, or yeah. I mean, well, you could. I mean, honestly, having to defend Earth while staying hidden seems like a fun campaign because you can't just transform and kick the fuck out of everything because you're trying to be kind of sneaky. Yeah. And sure, back in the '80s, being sneaky was easier. It's easier because they'd be like, "Oh yeah, your car transformed into a robot." Sure, dude. Now you're gonna have that shit on your cell phone. Yeah, especially <laughs> if you do like an updated timeline. You know, you yeah. do it in today's. Time. Now, if you if you place it in the 80s, it's a little easier then. Yeah. But then, of course, you have to ask, how does Soundwave turn from a boombox, a small boombox, to a giant robot? That's funny <laughs> that you should mention the whole cell phone oh. thing. And I, I'll just go off on a tangent for a second before our media starts. I watched Hellboy today, the first one, which was 2004. 
and they're talking about pictures of, you know, sightings of Hellboy and stuff. And then you see these these crazy times, like when he's out in the general populace and nobody has the kind of cell phones where you can just hold it up and and take video yeah or take video or whatever i'm like how how does nobody look he's like in public how did oh right right yeah i can and, and that's me saying that that's me thinking that not any of the other you know younger people who grew up with camera phones that film everything all the time, every waking moment. Since they were the born. Someone said, uh, somebody said to a daughter, you know, we used to get Netflix through the mail and the daughter was like, Oh, look at me. You just get the internet through the mail. <laughs> <laughs> really? It, you really? Know, it's interesting. Cause you'll watch a movie and you'll watch a, a movie that's made, you know, this year, but it's, you know, the time frame is like 60s or 70s. And you're like, oh, yeah, you can get away with that because there wasn't all that stuff going on. You didn't have the cell phones or camera phones and all that. Yeah. So it was easy to get away with it. So, I mean, now, I'm not a big Power Ranger fan, but that can be a really cool campaign. I mean, Absolutely. Well, honestly, the, the only reason we're not a big Power Ranger fans is because it didn't come out in our time. Correct. We're nerdy enough that we probably would have been all over that if it had come out in our time. Yeah. But, I mean, that I mean, you get five of your friends, and you've got your Power Ranger team, and you're pretty much good to go. Yeah. You just got to figure out what, you know. And it, it lends itself robots. very much for a role-playing game, because, honestly, role-playing games, at some points, if you're doing it certain ways, becomes like you guys are role-playing soap operas, basically, and that's fine. Yes. I'm not... Throwing shade at anyone for it. That's what it is. Uh, Power Rangers is much more soap opery than uh, um, any of the others. GI Joe never really got soap opera. I mean, a little bit at times, but not really. Yeah. And honestly, comics—the way comics actually play out in all of them, be the Transformers or GI Joe or regular superheroes—when you get into an ongoing series, they become kind of soap opery. Well, and also, you know, they're. High, you could play the high school students, you know, type thing, because that's the typical Power Ranger is high school students. If you yeah. want to, or you yeah. could actually play, I don't know, something that's more appropriate for our age group. Correct, but I mean, that's, that's that adds to the other atmosphere of Power Rangers. I got this gnat that just won't go away. Uh, I'm just waiting for the, uh, the uh, source book for the Transformers one that's going to be the Transformers My Little Pony crossover. The what crossover? Transformers My Little Pony. No. <laughs> like, I have heard nothing but good about that. I'm, like, slightly intrigued. I'll see Banyan's out because he is insecure in his manhood. <laughs> That's right. I'm calling you out right now. On stream. What's up? No ponies, huh? No ponies yeah. for Banyan. Yeah. He's strange like that. You know who's not out? Not Brushhead Dave wouldn't be out. He didn't fucking care. He's out to have a good time. The funniest thing is one of the ponies looking at all the Decepticons and saying the phrase, I love your matching cutie marks. And I'm just like, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha, so funny. Oh, 
Yeah, so Banyan's not even in on the uh, Secret of Gullet Cove, the D&D 5th edition where you're playing the Awakened Animals. He's out on that, too, apparently. Oh. That's because he's no fun. I used to pretend I was a bear when I was a kid. And I feel like that's the same thing. I mean, it's all good. I played all sorts of silly shit. And nothing wrong with people who are bronies. It's, it's all good, you know? They enjoy their stuff. I don't care. I, I think some of that stuff's hilarious. Uh, you are not bear, Barry. Now you're... Uh, no, nah, nah, I'm taking the fifth. <laughs> all fine. It's all fine. It's that one. Hey, I'm judge. Saying. Oh, no. I judge. <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I can see the Power Rangers coming out. being a really good. Um, oh yeah, I, I think I that think one could be a really good solid uh, RPG and hit that's the gonna right be type harder market. Just because of the source material and so many people in our group, um, uh, so people in our group aren't the right age for that. Yeah. Nightman. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it'll fit to the certain people, but I could see that that would be a good RPG. Because oh, yeah. it's only five people plus the GM, and then it's got, you know, you've already got the bad guys. You get to play, you know, you got your own personal vehicle, and you've got your own, you know, then you do the, you can make yourself the Megazoid or whatever, you know, everything that's going to be there. Because, I mean, that's a huge you know source material. You know what's more interesting than that? What? You can take the same exact rules... And with the most minor of changes, instead of playing Power Rangers, you could play Voltron. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You 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 could you could switch that up a bit. So, and that is uh, to get a little more is honestly uh, that's one of the cooler parts of playing something like Champions for so long. You start looking at things in a different light, because at the end of the day. Who cares what the numbers are? It matters what you say it is. You know, I took it to D&D and we had a game where the whole world, there were no dragons. The dragons had left. No one had ever seen a dragon. And you might be going, well, Dungeons and Dragons, that takes a lot of the bad guy <laughs> monsters out of there, right? Oh, no. no, I just Not filed really. the serial numbers off of those things and they fought a bunch of strange stuff that were technically, that weren't dragons as far as what I said, but there's just the rules for the dragons, just a couple minor changes. Like, oh, this one doesn't fly. It just jumps. It's a big, jumping, shadowy monster. Oh, cool. It's, it's just a fucking dragon. Yeah, I mean, you know, who cares? It's, it's, there's a lot of that, that you can learn from other games. And, you, you you know, keep an open mind for that stuff. Well, you also think um, G.I. Joe, all the vehicles. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a weird one to, you know, I wouldn't say weird, but that's that's a lot of stuff. Well, I'll be honest, uh, having played a bunch of, uh, oh, yeah, Lothfeld Seal Members off is, my, is a common thing for me, Legionnaires. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of games out there that once you realize that a lot of things, like, what's the difference between, you know, when when D&D did their, uh, hey, Marshall, did 4th edition and had their mooks, whatever the fuck they call minions, which were one hit, there's no real difference between most of those things, you know, a... Goblin mook is the same as a kobold mook or whatever. You just apply the proper racial traits and don't even necessarily change anything else. And fucking, it's the same thing. Who cares? 
right? Like, oh, look, he does X damage if he hits and moves this far and has this arm. Who cares beyond that, right? Fine, uh, Feng Shui has taught me that. You know, what's the difference between a uh, a ninja and some street ga- um, ninja mook and some street gang guy with a, uh, you know, melee weapon? Fucking nothing. Ain't no difference. Maybe you give one of them sneaky skills and maybe not. Who knows? Uh, when the PCs start shooting and punching their way through them, it don't matter. They just they're just a number. If you hit the number, it goes down. It's all matters what you what the cool flavor you use for that. You know, it's it's a lot of that. And actually, when El Marshall and I were talking, we think Feng Shui is probably actually the better system to play GI Joe in because, let's be honest, when Cobra Troopers come running at you, they don't fucking matter. You're Never. gonna gun those guys down like they're nothing. Because that's that's how it goes. They're mooks. So, interesting there. It, it might be worth it just for the source material. And honestly, I'm always looking to see if the system's any good. Yeah, I, I don't know the system. We don't know the system. Uh, no. Just depends. So, interesting to see those. I said I'll probably pick up one or two of them. I kind of want to do one, but maybe two. I, I mean, if it's just good source material, I'll put it on my, sit on my shelf with a lot of other games that are just source material. Just looking over at all the books I have that are just basically at this point source material for now. But we'll see. We're going to try and get some role-playing back going again in the local, but we're waiting for the Ren Fair to pass because a lot of people use Ren Fair and, you know, let's just wait. Apparently, Bowie's pre- so Bowie, you pre-order Transformers, I'll pre-order G.I. Joe, and then uh, we can see. Plus, some feel real froggy in their pre-order boat. Like but... a good idea. Well, they have limited edition versions that are lim- literally no more expensive than the regular version, which is actually really cool. I'll be honest, from what I've seen so far, Renegade uh, Game Studios is a pretty good company. Um, the uh, guy is from Wreck and Roll, who used to do Transformers TCG stuff. The one guy does a lot of other games. And his reviews of their Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid uh, game have been pretty good. So, we'll have to see. I haven't heard anything bad about the company, so. Yeah. Well, we'll wait until I get the first of their other games. Because I should get the Transformers deck building game soonish, And then followed by the other one as soon as that comes out. I don't know when that comes out. Let's see. Hey. Let me take a look and see if it's got a date here since I'm on the right page for that. Reviews. Don't see a date currently listed. It's still pre-orders and pre-order for a while. So let me see if I can find a time. Will tell me, maybe. Uh, supposed to be this year. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the Transformers one. I mean, hopefully it's a good it's a good solid book and it's got a lot of material in it, and there's not going to be a lot of over supplements type thing. I hope it's got a good a lot of good source materials in it type thing, so it makes it a little bit easier to. Oh, you're doing the, you know, because what I really want to do is the character creation too. Because I mean, oh, you want to build a car? Okay, here's car whatever 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 type thing so that's what i'm kind of interested in to see how they yeah, do yeah that. that is like we talked about this i think a couple weeks ago the most important part of that new role-playing game like that is getting the book 
and then just make a character for it just off the bat and seeing what that looks like. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, you could do, you've got any type of vehicle you can think of can be played. Can you play like a Constructicon and your guys, you know, your team gets together and, you know, you're a big Constructicon. That could be, you know, a possibility. Or, you know, it could be, hopefully. Because well, I, I imagine the mechanics are already there if they're doing in Power Rangers, too. You got the mechanics for combining. Yeah, which I figured you would. Um, so, it says the release date is 8-15-2021. And I'm here to tell you that that has <laughs> passed. <laughs> Though this says it's in stock, so maybe I have a box on the way. Uh, and it's still this pre-order, so it has not released yet, which is understandable. Let's be honest; it's it's been a heck of a couple years for you know games and such. I don't expect them to release necessarily on time. Oh yeah, yeah, I, nothing is. Nothing is these days with with shipping from China being what it is. It's Ugh. just been very unpredictable, very uh, unpredictable, and uh, way more expensive than it used to be. Like honestly, it's going to get to the point where they're just going to uh, start having that stuff come make lo locally. They're going to have to start making it locally. Yeah, I've been. They so... they can't keep the. Uh, those kind of shipping times. They've, they've made it so that shipping is so expensive now that it, it's practically uh, practically cheaper. Yeah. I mean, it, there, there's a need, and we all know that businesses eventually arise to meet the need. Mm -hmm. And honestly, the first company that can make, and it's going to be hard because honestly, in the U.S. right now, if you're not paying a good wage, you're not going to get people. And about fucking time, if you ask me. But anyways, it means that they could do it here, but they're going to have to be smart about it. And the first company that can start doing it in the U.S. is going to get, um, going to get a bunch of business. Um, and Bowie, I agree. Uh, I do not see SNS20 being a complicated system because the age group they're firing for, they're aiming for, absolutely. But I worry that that also means that it would be simple enough that we wouldn't necessarily like it. Yeah. So. Interesting to see. Like, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Be interesting to see what it ends up being. Like I said, if anything, good source material and can use it to uh, to play with a different system. Because I'm, if I need to, I'm all for playing with, uh, heck, using uh, uh, feng shui or something else for it. Uh, would you just pay $17.50 in shipping for uh, Legionnaires? Because that's a fair amount of money. That better be UPS with a tracking number. Sorry, I've done shipping for so many years. I, I can look at a shipping charge and know what that should be. <laughs> oh, probably from Uline. So, good note. Your phone's a little bigger, so it's going to be a little more expensive uh, shipping because of the size. Because you can't just put it in a small box, necessarily. I learned that a long time ago. Oh, yeah. It sometimes isn't... Correct me if I'm wrong, shipping guru, but it sometimes doesn't matter how much it weighs if it's a, the dimensions. A certain size, huge. yep. Yep. We used to have to ship uh, the Games Workshop paint racks to people, and literally, uh, 
the lazy way was to take the biggest box we call. We had called a coffin box because of the size of it, basically. <laughs> and the lazy way is just to take it and just fucking put the stuff in and go. You know, or do it the easy way. But it turned out that by doing that, we were paying extra in shipping because of the size. So we started cutting it down to more closely fit the rack. Since it's a rack, it's not likely to get damaged. If UPS damages it, they're trying. And then shipping charges go down. So yeah, for something like foam and all, that's why your foam orders cost so much. With your Whether you're ordering from Uline or uh, Romeo and his shitty-ass company, Battle Foam. <laughs> Uh, or if you're ordering from Sable for their foam, or if you're ordering from Miniature Market and their uh, Army Plus or their Games Plus foam, it's because foam is just expensive because of size, not weight. Yeah. The good thing is it's unlikely to get damaged. Again, if they damage your foam, they're fucking trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, they're pulling it out and playing with it. Yeah, I don't like ordering from Battle Foam either. They make a quality product, but they're the guy in charge is a piece of poop. And I don't feel bad saying that on a recorded stream. Hey, Marshall. <laughs> Hydrate. Oh, cheers. Cheers. So, there you go. Interesting to see how that goes. That hit. I, I'm interested in them to see, and um, maybe I'll get together and have some idea of those when they come out, because I will probably pre-order at least the G.I. The Joe one then. Because I, I Transformers, I was younger, but I also love G.I. Joe. So. I did lean more towards G.I. Joe myself than I did Transformers. I, like, I liked both of them, but I was a bigger fan of G.I. Joe. Well, it's funny, because I always thought the Transformers cool toys were uh, cooler. cooler. The cartoons, yeah, the cartoons yeah. were cooler. But when I got into comic books, the G.I. Joe comic book was so much better than the Transformers one. The Marvel Transformers one was just fucking odd at points. Now, the newer stuff is all pretty cool. Like, honestly, I've I've tried to read G.I. Joe every time it's come out, but I just don't do comics anymore. So, But, like, when Devil's Due Publishing did their G.I. Joe, it was interesting because it was a soft continuation of where they left off in the Marvel one, which is a good idea. Uh, if anyone's interested in that stuff, uh, Kindle Unlimited, last time I checked, had G.I. Joe, the old Marvel G.I. Joe run, uh, available if you with their subscription, and it was a good read. A little odd at points, the storytelling was a little weird, but there were some, I mean, some cool characters there. You get to beat, and some of them were never actually in, like, the cartoon or models like Quinn the Eskimo was a very interesting character that they added. You would play a blue streak transformer to be the vehicle for snake eyes. Alright. As long as you don't mind having Timber in the back. Because that's one of the cool points of Snake Eyes. Not only is he a ninja. He's a ninja with an Uzi and a wolf. Because when you're a kid, that's the fucking awesomest. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was worried about that, too. But, you know, hey, even if we're not telling you guys how to be safe, he can demonstrate by drawing his own blood to show you what not to do. Yeah. He can draw his own blood, but let me just tell you, don't do that. 
get a non-sharp tool for that. What was I doing? That's why I keep using your Exacto knife like a fucking screwdriver. Yeah, I didn't have a screwdriver. in my kitchen silverware drawer, so like, that no one is tempted to use anything else as a screwdriver. Even if you need to, use a fucking sculpting tool. It's still a little sharp, might hurt yourself, but you're infinitely less likely to do serious damage to yourself with a sculpting tool. If you do serious damage to yourself with this, you're fucking trying, and I'm actually legitimately impressed. Because aside from stabbing yourself with it, it's not going to cut your skin. You just might jab yourself. You don't keep your sculpting tools sharp enough. I hope you don't. If you do, you've got a problem. Um, maybe. Maybe, yeah. No problem. All right, so there we go. We talked about role playing a bit. I got much there. We we're gonna do we're gonna try and do more role playing topic as they come up. If you guys have a role playing topic or something you want to talk about, by all means. We got we all got lots of ideas, and eventually Kathy's gonna take all our ideas and she's gonna run a game, and it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> yes. I've never I've never run any role playing game. I know that's why I keep You've saying that. Though. Lots of You're absorbing that out. You'd be surprised. I'm I'm so chicken to do oh. that. I really am. Look, why are you chicken? Think about everything you know about role-playing games, and let me just tell you something here. 13-year-old John was running role-playing games. I know, I know. 11-year-old my brother was running role-playing games. He was running and You were way more competent and knowledgeable than 13-year-old John, let me tell you. <laughs> it's possible. Oh, it's even more than probable, I can guarantee you, because 13-year-old John was a bit of a dumbass. <laughs> so. I, mean, I, I guess if I was running it for 13-year-olds... That's fair. They're, much, <laughs> they're a bit more forgiving. Are they, uh, though? Uh, I can answer for him, Bowie. He's thinking about maybe uh, Sam Avengers. Because that was my game this week. I actually got to play Marvel Crisis Protocol against uh, El Marvel. It was a very good game. He came up with the victory because I could not quite get it done at the end. Uh, uh, he got ahead early. And I'm not going to say my dice fucked me because, honestly, I've, when we analyzed afterwards, there was a different tactic with the team that would have kept me in the game longer. I'm not sure I would have won, but it would have let it last another turn and give me more chance to uh, make the comeback. So... But overall, it was a good close game, and I think one of the closer ones he's had with his defenders, which he has a lot of experience with. And he's played, man, a ton more games than me, I realized. This is like, he's played three different factions, at least 10 games with them, and then some one-offs in between. And I've maybe played 12 games total, maybe. I might just have done about 10. Definitely not 10 with one faction, so. Don't feel so bad about that. Uh, I think it's time for media section. Perfect. Is it really? Media yeah. section. Yeah, you let me ramble on about role-playing games and stuff. <laughs> well, that was that's actually some pretty big news. I mean, I thought that was a, a pretty good uh, topic to, to cover because that was pretty decent news. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll put this on here and then we'll switch over. Yeah, Boo was asking because he had to leave a little early from uh, Saturday uh, minis game and we were in the middle of the game when he left. So we got his chest... We got his torso done today. Yay. And we'll work on legs, and that'll be it. And, and the head? Oh, yeah. We'll give him a head. I'll eventually. form the head. 
Don't. No, 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 no. Assemble his head and put it on top of his shoulders. Don't give him head. That's totally different. Oh, very different. All right, let's switch over. Got a little bit of... Boom. And remember where you put your glasses. Yes, they're right on the table this time. (laughs) Not in my pocket. I can't even imagine sitting down with my glasses in my pocket. I'm wearing Uh, like some gym shorts, and I think that's what it was, is they were just, they're just so big and baggy that it didn't even matter. Uh, Bowie, uh, the chest is actually just right because it's the comics, most recent comics version, and I can tell you that it is pretty spot on. Yeah, I'll probably, because this has got some good line details on it that I'll probably do, uh, the panel lining. Uh, Blade for, uh, yeah, for, uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol. Oh, cool. They're doing Midnight Suns, but, uh, it's not coming out for a bit. They... They have a lot announced or even soft announced for that game that has not come out and may not come out for a bit. Yeah. Everybody's having shipping problems. One of my vendors was uh, talking to me about stuff that they are doing and stuff they're trying to bring over. Uh, and it's been it's been hell. At, remember to remind me about uh, when Warfare Weekend's going on about uh, Conquest. Because mm-hmm. Kathy and I were going to assemble some Conquests and stuff. And now we could just multi-stream it. So y'all y'all gonna stream on uh, Warfare Weekend through the Sunday? Uh, maybe some, you know. We'll, yeah. we'll see what we can do. We could multi-stream some stuff. Maybe even on the well, she reads on Friday. Never mind. We'll see. Gotcha. It's an option now. It is. Yeah. Y'all can do some really cool stuff, especially. Yeah, I can get home on a Friday and go. I want to stream early. Hey, Kathy's not on. I can just stream early. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I was thinking. Let's be honest, the uh, Kathy Reeds and the John McWayer Online's not really a lot of crossover. Not really, no. The Venn diagram with a very small sliver of crossover with <laughs> that middle part being people who are super awesome. That's true. It's true. Hardcore nerds. Hardcore nerds. Which equals super awesome. Yep. Hashtag hardcore nerds. Okay. Uh, so... Kathy could read MechWarrior stories. I could send her some Battletech books. She could read some Battletech books. Yeah, the thing is, the it's thing not is, the same, though. they have to be in the public domain. Oh, fair. They are not. Yeah. None of them so, are. So that's, that's what I'm reading. I, I, I am reading things that are in the public domain. All right. Uh, so we've to watch 57 things. Kathy watched about three? Uh, two. Two. And... I watched two episodes of What If. I think it was only two things. Yeah, because I didn't really watch TV at all until um, today, actually. I have one, two, three, four, five. And one of them I just can't really talk about because it's brand new and it's a new What If, so. Yeah, uh, I would say let's start with that. So you get me out of the way so I can sit back and use the restroom and do whatever. Okay. Uh, the second episode of What If Third. I very much liked. No, oh. I'm talking about the second one, oh. little fucker. You, you I didn't talk about that? Oh. No, I didn't see it till today. Oh, I thought you saw that one already. I ain't exactly had an overabundance of time, sir. Go for it. Uh, I very much liked it. Um, there were some complaints online. Those people are stupid. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was a good spirit. Uh, very... Maybe even more enjoyable than the first one. Those first two, though, were so good. This one had some good real moments all over. Uh, and 
I'm going to give it obviously zero. I don't want to spoil any of it because it's still relatively new, only a week old. Yeah. Uh, and unlike my fucking buddy and Morton Joe, who spoiled the fucking third one, luckily I'd seen it right beforehand. Motherfucker. <laughs> He's going to get wrapped in the back of the head next time I see him. Uh, the third one I did not like as much. Uh, I... uh, they changed the format because they didn't show the point where things changed. Normally they do, like, oh, this is where it changed, this is where it changed. It was just, hey, this is different, which is fine, but I, I didn't like it as much. I think it's playing towards something longer. A lo- they're playing a longer game with that. But, um, again, I didn't like it as much. So uh, yeah, I, I was with you too. It was still good, but it just wasn't as good as the first two. The first uh, two were it, amazing. Second I'd give one, it one space third, herpy. Yeah, third one, I, I'd give it one also. It was... And you can't talk about it because it ruins and spoils the entire episode. Yeah, that's uh, why I was upset with uh, Morton Joe spoiling it on Facebook. And, and I uh, still need to see it. Yeah. Indeed, I won't spoil it for you. And I, luckily, you're not friends with Morton Joe. So, <laughs> but honestly, like, come on, fucker. You're better than that. Don't make me punch you. Yeah. Like, literally, people, if you're going to post something or share something that spoils a show, fucking don't. No, I don't. If, if you're going to do, say, hey, I want to talk about What If, Episode 3, go in the links and find me so you can talk about it. Now, well, the I'm... first couple links, you know, are the first couple comments show. However, you do like my friend does and say, spoiler incoming, it's about this. Yeah. He does a little review of of the episode without spoilers, and then he says, spoilers in all caps and then he goes period return period you know he's like a whole bunch of periods until it does to see more yeah so that you actually have to physically click on it to open up all of the text to read yeah, it yeah absolutely and and honestly yeah. or like or hey better yet facebook fucking make a proper spoiler tag oh yeah that wouldn't be bad i mean that fucking, would be nice yeah fucking discord can do it yeah Anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're all in agreement there, Mose. That the third was enjoyable, but the first and second were just better. I, and also, maybe the content, the second, the third one's a bit more of a downer than the first two. So, but anyways, uh, enjoyable. I will continue watching it. I'm very happy to see it going there. Uh, Someone talk about something. Kathy, you want to go with what you watched? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched Doctor Strange. Finally, for the first time today, and uh, I loved it. I you love, mean you love, saw Mister Doctor? It. You saw Mister Doctor? You saw Mister Doctor? Yes, I saw Mister Doctor. Uh, Mister Doctor, hmm. I love I love when he's like, uh, Doctor, uh, Strange. He's like, what's what's your name? Strange. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? Yeah. <laughs> That wordplay was, was great, yeah. yeah. They did a great I job. Love with that. I, I like that character. Uh, yeah, and Bandersnatch Cumberbund was great. He was. He was amazing. Like, everyone in that movie did a great job, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it's funny because the whole time, you know, they're talking about manipulating time and the multiverse and, you know, keeping true to the timeline and, and not fucking with things. And the whole time I'm thinking about how this applies to Loki. 
mm-hmm. and how they're gonna how they're gonna work this all in to the overall Loki thing and and who are we going to see because of this uh, in that show and I'm yes. yeah I'm interested to see where that goes all of a sudden but yeah I really enjoyed Doctor Strange more than I thought I would in uh, fact. I also love that the giant fight at the end isn't an actual fight fight. It's an outsmarting of it. It is oh God, so fucking refreshing. You're just like, oh, yeah. The, That's the great. Loop, just amazing. Yep. I, I I was laughing out. I was pounding the couch. I was slapping the couch. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's very pleasing. like, oh, my God, he did the... He did the loop. It's amazing. Yeah. What What do you give it, or should I just assume? It's It's zero space herpes. Of course there's, it is. There's zero. That. Uh, and more funny is I don't know if you watched the trailer to Spider Man No Way Home. Yes. I haven't yet. I forgot about uh, that. Well, let's just say the thing that Mordu says is applicable to that trailer. Very to Bill Tom so. Stew. I'll tell you right now that trailer. The ending of it and everything, I can't wait for this. This that's really good. It's yeah. like I'm a little worried it's gonna be a little weird, but man, it looks like it's gonna be a hoot overall. Yeah. I, I trust those guys to make a good movie. Um it's, it's awesome. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. This is the one of the Spider Man movies I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, well, I mean we kept hearing all the casting, they're like yeah. it this more and more people keep showing up on the casting. You're like, what are they doing? And then they come in and show the stuff like, fuck. Yeah. Such a... Yeah. <laughs> God damn. There's so many Easter eggs in that. It's not even funny. Yeah. So it's, it, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a joy. I think, I think they're going to have a good time with that one. I, yeah, I hope I, so. I'm definitely looking forward to it, but I mean, honestly, I'm looking forward to Shang-Chi also. And yes. even, a little bit to Eternals. Like, I'm not, like, super looking forward to Eternals, but it's not like, oh, I won't watch it. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm definitely... The hard part now is whether or not it's worth going to the theater for or not and, and putting yourself, I don't want to say in danger, but it, at risk. Yeah. I'm definitely going to... I really haven't bought any premium access on Disney Plus or anything, and I think I'm going to buy that one because I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see it. Uh, yeah, I might start doing that and just getting like the Jason or not Brushhead Dave or maybe even no nickname Frank to come in, come over. We'll just you know me him and and or many of them and and Bainey on, just watch it. And that thirty bucks, I don't mind paying the thirty bucks. No. Whatever, thirty bucks. Like I, I didn't want to pay thirty. Having bucks more for... people there suddenly makes it like I'm paying thirty bucks, but we all get to see it. Correct. It's great. Yeah, see, I, and I I wouldn't pay thirty bucks for Black Widow because it just didn't you know. Uh, I was going to, but the weekends just got really crazy. And by the time I thought about it again, half people I wanted to invite had seen it, and we were halfway to it being free. And I'm like, at this point, I can just be patient. Yeah. yeah. Sangji, I'm definitely going to though. Yeah. Because it's, it's coming up. Uh, you can do a Disney watch party. You can do a Disney watch party. I'm still tempted to drive halfway across the country to go see Dune with. Uh... With with John and in a rented out movie theater. I I mean, yeah, me and uh, Morton and Joe after I smack in the back of the head for the spoiler, we're we're still planning that. <laughs> uh, it was a bunch. I mean, up to twenty people. 
it's actually a pretty good price for 20 people, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Oh, Bowie said Shang-Chi's not being released to Disney Plus premiere. Oh. Ooh, really? Uh, that means it's going to be a Sunday after stream, run to the movie theater and watch it. Interesting. Because the movie theater shouldn't be that uh, busy Sunday at like 1. I may have to wait and do it like on an afternoon after school or something. Yeah, or if you get a day off, like you have a, a holiday day that comes in there. Yeah. It's it's coming out Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Well, Monday's not good for that because Labor Day everyone's off. But no one's going to be going to the theater on Labor Day. Labor Day early, good time. Just telling you. Um, Probably just because they don't want to cannibalize their money like that, Mose. They know there's people like us who will try and find a way to see it. Yeah. I'll uh, wait. Waiting. I'll wait and see what happens. Um, so there was a show that I started watching. Um, I was, somebody had said about this one TV show that I recommended a while back, um, like Kipo Age of the Wonder Beast. And some people were saying, Hey, you should, you know, this show is really, really awesome. So I was like, yeah, it's one of my favorite, uh, has good representation, really silly, good artwork, so on and so forth. And someone says, Hey, you need to watch this show. And I was like, Oh, I've got that on my list. I've got a little bit of time. I need to you know, just chill out. And so I started watching Owl House on... Uh, Disney Plus. Owl House is a story of a girl that is kind of the quirky, weirdy, nerdy, loves fantasy, weird stuff, and she gets dragged over into a fantasy world. Um, only two seasons of it. We're definitely getting a third, they said. First season is 20 episodes long, and they're only like 23 minutes episode. They're only 23 minutes long. It is really freaking good. The first few, like, four or five episodes are kind of episodic, like, build the world. And then they start building on the characters and building on the story. This show was... It, it's pretty solid. It is it is adorable. Um, you can definitely tell this is kind of meant for, like, a preteen type audience. But it is really good. It's got a good story. Got decent artwork. Um, it, it's kind of like kind of got a Saturday morning cartoon type feel to it. Um, but the characters are really cool. Voice acting's fun. It's got some of those, what the fuck did they, all right, they just went that way with that. Like griffins that, you know, spew spiders as breath weapons <laughs> type thing. It's just silly fun. If you like Kipo, you will like the Owl House. Um, it's got good representation of characters. Um, it's got, it's got a good feel to it. It's, it's got good energy. Um, the characters are fun to watch. Uh, no one's super stupid annoying. It It's really good. Right now, I give it like maybe half because of season one. The beginning of season one was kind of episodic, but it picks up and does really well. Uh, I finished all the way through season two, um, and there's not many episodes in season two. I think only like 10. And I know that season three is going to be like 10 episodes also. But uh, it's pretty good. If you got any kids that are preteen or if you like Kipo, um, definitely watch this. It's on Disney+. Plus. Really solid TV show. Um, John, you got anything? Nope, that was it. That was it? Okay. Kathy, what you got? I watched Hellboy, which I mentioned earlier briefly, the 2004 version. And I saw that in the theater when it came out, and I liked it then. And I like it even more now. Even more, huh? Even more. I, 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 uh, it's one of my favorite. I didn't remember a ton about it 
I didn't even remember that it was Guillermo del Toro who directed it. And I mean, I remembered almost nothing about it. It was like I'd never seen it. There were a few things, you know, but just it's just so visually amazing. There's so much to look at. There's so much always going on in the background as well as the foreground. Uh, the colors and everything. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is perfect. Perfect person to play Hellboy too. So much fun, and the dialogue and everything is so comic booky. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just—it's like it's real, but it's not real. It's, it's just something about it. I mean, yeah, red means stop. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I love that uh, the clockwork guy is, you know, full of sand. And, and I did remember that from earlier. And I always thought that was cool. But, man, that that tomb. Amazing. Just the whole thing. Oh, and the Russian guy. I got you with the Russian guy now. There's yeah. multiple Russian guys. Yeah. Yeah, that, that it's a very solid Ron Perlman is the perfect Hellboy. I don't care what anybody says. I, he, he was the best out of all of it. I mean, he played that role up like crazy. I enjoyed him a lot. So now I need to watch the second one. But I think next weekend I may be watching Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'll be watching one and two because, you know, I saw them in the theater and I haven't seen them since either. So, yeah. It would be terrible, right? Terrible. Oh. Watch them again. They're good. Oh. Um, next thing I, I watched... Guess. What? Uh, definitely a bot. Sorry. Oh. We had a follower. Uh, was it... Uh, it was like Hoss00312. It's definitely a bot because it followed us more than dice. It followed Zormanius. It followed a guy followed in MechWarrior Online. followed, it followed Kathy. me. And it followed, followed me, last me week. personally, so I'm pretty sure that's a bot. Well, so I, uh, just, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know, yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Just be careful. I uh, watched the new Witcher cartoon they have on Netflix, uh, Nightmare of the Wolf. Mm-hmm. If you like the Witcher TV series and you like anime, you'll like this. Uh, it was very solid. The story was just okay, but it was visually a really cool uh, show. It wasn't very long, you know, like I think like an hour and a half or whatever. But uh, it was it was really good. Story, like I said, story was okay. Animation was really really good. Um, fight scenes very anime ish. Um, it's more than just one Witcher in this one. It's a different Witcher and then a group of Witchers. So I highly recommend it. Uh, it was really good fun. If you got an hour and a half uh, and you like a good anime-styled Witcher show, go for it. Uh, I give it, actually, zero space herpes. I liked it so much. It was a lot of oh, fun. Oh, fair enough. Um, this one I was kind of saving uh, because I watched uh, Cruella. The uh, prequel to 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, fuck mm-hmm. this movie. Mm-hmm. Fuck this movie. I, I read that... When I read that whole, like, the, the background, the origin, and then had it confirmed that that's exactly what happened, I was out at that point. Um, 
Now, if, if you were to take this show and not make it Cruella and make it about something else, it, it wasn't bad. But in your mind, you're going, this is a woman that wants to skin puppies. You yeah. can't root for her. No, you can't redeem wanting to skin puppies. Yeah. No. You cannot. In my mind, I'm like, because Let's they don't even be answer. They don't even answer any of the things of why Cruella is Cruella and why she well, wants to skin puppies. Because puppy kills her, puppies kill their mother. Yeah, and that's not, and that's not even what it really truly happened. But I, I mean, mean, it's it, it inadvertently yes, but yeah. that's not the root cause of it. I agree. Yeah. It was just, it had a great soundtrack, by the way. The soundtrack was great. It had great music in it. But you're watching it and you're going. I can't root for this lady. This lady wants to skin puppies for a coat. No. Let's let's be honest. So, cats are assholes. And I would not even be able to get behind a villain who wants to skin cats. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, even the artwork, the the costumes, and all that was really good. But I'm, I'm just sitting here watching going, I can't root for it. I like Emma Stone. She's awesome. I, I think she's a great actress. And I just can't sit there and just root for her because you're like, at the end of this, this lady wants to skin puppies. No, fuck her. You can't escape that. No. You cannot escape that fact. No. That is the, her future. Yeah. You, 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 in the back of your mind, you're going, man, I really want this girl. No, fuck her. No. She's a bitch. She wants to skin puppies. Fuck yeah. her. Exactly. And they're making a part two. They're making a Corella two. God. Has a company ever been just so fucking, like, blind to, like, what they're doing there? Yeah. As that. You're just like, hey, you need to slow your roll. It's not it's not doing what you think. Now, if they would have taken Cruella and made it where she was evil and you weren't supposed to root for her in this show to show that yeah, she's this yeah. evil person, it would have been a much better show. But... You're supposed to root for Corella in this, and you're supposed to want her to succeed in what she's doing, and you're just like, nah, fuck her. No, exactly. Yeah, I can't, no. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> no. As a movie, if you were to take out the whole Cruella and change like the name and everything else... Well, then it would be The Devil Wears Prada. Exactly. I was going to say that. It is exactly what it is. It is exactly what this was. Uh, and that's what, that's what made me kind of upset. It would have been The Devil Wears Prada type thing because that's it, it's like they stole devil wears prada and just changed the names and that was it. my impression when i saw the first trailer i was like yeah. it's like the devil wears prada exactly because that was that was my other thing it would have been just the visuals seemed in the trailers that i watched to be stunning but yeah you can't mm-hmm. get past the fact that it's cruella Deville and she's evil yes. like really evil like She's the Emperor. No one's making a where you're rooting for Emperor Palpatine. No, at every point you want to punch that motherfucker in the face, and that's okay. Yeah. There are certain things so evil we will not root for them. Correct. And I and Emperor, Nazis, people who like cats the movie. Those are all irredeemable. <laughs> so I, I so I totally five just because of that, you're not supposed to root for Cruella Deville at all. Technically speaking, it'd be about a four because it's yeah. not incompetently made or terrible. It's just the source is so far off the mark. Yeah. Did they sing her song Cruella Deville? 
Cruella Dinville. There is. She doesn't scare you, no evil thing will. At the very end. Because I'm going to spoil this. You know, Poto and the other dog. I can't remember the female um, Dalmatian. She actually gives those Dalmatians to the people. Perdita? Yeah. She gives those Dalmatians to those people. And then she, because you're like, okay, oh, she gives Poto to what's-his-face and the other dog to what's-her-face. And then later on, she's going to make those dogs mate. And then she's going to skin their 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 babe. No. Fuck no, you. No, just talking about it. Yeah. Oh. That's, that, that's even worse. Yeah, it's even worse. It's not just like an opportunity. I need, a, need the Dalmatian jacket going to skin puppies. Like, no, no, I'm going to get two Dalmatians to breed to make a litters of puppies so I can skin Fuck. Yeah. Hitler yeah, Cole very... said you need to take it down. You're here. You need to be here. Yeah. She gives the that family the puppy, the the dogs. Huh. Yeah, no. That's what Just it. like the Emperor. Yeah. No, the Emperor called said you're a little too evil. You need to scale that shit back. Um so the on a lighter note, um, I was just <laughs> trying to find something else to watch just to kinda, you know, cleanse my brain a bit. And of course, I was on I was on Amazon Prime for a little bit because I was just flipping through stuff, and I put on a show that I watched as uh, you know in the uh, mid to late '80s that just made me go, "Oh yeah, this show is so fun. This movie was a great." And you can just say one line from it, and you know exactly what it is. Wolfman has nards, and oh, a monster, monster squad. I mean, what's is interesting because Amazon has it listed as it was made in 2020. Uh, they re-released it in 2020. Correct, uh, that's there, what it was. There was a big push last year, no, 2019. There was a big uh, deal, because I think it was an anniversary of it, I think 25th-ish, something like that, whatever. Yeah. There was a big anniversary for it, 30 or something. And uh, they did a big uh, screening and had the director and all that for it, and it was a big deal. I, a lot of the podcasts I followed at the time did did stuff about it, and... They re-released it because it's it was not popular at the time. It is the definition of a cult classic. Very much so. I have so. no idea what this is. You oh, want to see Monster Squad? You've got to see Monster Squad. You will love this. You will Still just go. So the the story of Monster Squad is about a group of kids that all are about Megaforce. are all about uh, are you old movie monsters. <laughs> Disrespect yes, Megaforce. I am. Megaforce is fucking awesome. <laughs> you want to talk about G.I. Joe the movie? That is G.I. Joe the movie. Just I mean, yeah, Barry Bostrick had good hair, but that's pretty much it. He had a flying motorcycle. And come on, the skydiving scene? You cannot get skydiving scenes of that quality nowadays, because they'll <laughs> laugh you out of the office if you propose it. <laughs> Bowie brings out the best. It's Goonies versus Monsters. And it's Goonies um, monsters. The monsters on there is like Werewolf, Dracula, Frankenstein's monster. Oh, all the classic. All the classic, you know, black and white type monsters. Yeah. Uh, all the monsters and all the special effects was done by Stan Winston. So, I mean, you know that it's got this cool, you know, quality effect to it. It is very much an 80s TV, very much an 80s movie. How have I never seen this? Oh, this is like your first. You That's like, as soon as we're done, that's the first thing you watch. I thought you taking had seen notes, this. Taking notes. You should watch oh, this first yeah. thing. Yeah, this is absolutely a Kathy movie. Oh, yeah. You will enjoy this because it, 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 it's, it is 
Maybe tomorrow. An 80s movie made in 86. Very classic 80s type everything. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's the bunch of kids that do nothing but fight these monsters. And they, you know, it's it's just hilarious. It's it's solid, eighties fun. Cassie's about who didn't like. <laughs> no, it's so if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's on Amazon Prime for free, uh, so you can get it anytime. Um, it is a good eighties classic. It had it. It's more of a, a cult classic now because it it didn't get popular whenever it came out. No, and honestly, it is a little, a little weird. It is. I mean, there's a couple things you're like the kids are sort of like they say in Stranger Things. The kids are acting a little weird for the time. It is a little like that too. The kids are acting a little more, a little older than their actual ages are. Yeah. But it's okay. It's got the, it's got the heart, and it, it is a very amusing movie. Yeah, I mean, some of the special effects don't hold up because of green screen and everything, but you 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 get past it because you know when it was filmed. So you're just like, yeah. Eh, yeah, whatever. I got it. I understand. But, I mean, I give it, like, half a Space Herpes just because there's, like, that little thing John says. It's, oh, why are you acting like this? But, like, the cool kid. The cool yeah. kid. You're like, yeah. wow, you're a little little much for middle school there, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> But it is very solid. I enjoy it. it, it you know, it, it's a blast from the past type thing. Yeah. So, other than that, uh, Kathy, you got anything else? I don't have anything else. Then that's and it's our podcast. 30, so we hit it right on the Yay! dot this time. Yeah. Guys, I'm John. <laughs> I'm Kathy. I'm Gonzo. Guys, thanks for watching. We're going to be sending <laughs> you off to Sir John Arminius. 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 He is doing a charity stream. Go over there and check. at least give him a like, if anything, so you know uh, you know he knows that you love him. Um, yeah. and, and he's been doing this since nine, since seven a.m. this morning. So be gentle. If you can afford to donate, throw him a little something. Not you, Marshall. You already done more than your part, sir. Uh, throw him a little bit of something. He's doing it for a good cause for Project Hope for veterans in his area. It's a very good cause. And tell him we sent you. Definitely yeah. tell him. All right, let me go and get this. We'll get the outro music. Guys, please take care of yourself. Please wear your mask. Please get vaccinated. Take care of yourself. Good night. Good night. Good night. I want to make sure I hit that button correctly. <laughs> and spelled it correctly. Thanks for the subs and the resubs. Here we go.